Howdy folks, welcome to Dance Fever, Southern West Virginia's only dance competition show fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. We have one show to talk about. Well, two shows, kind of. Strictly Come Dancing Series 19, episodes 22 and 23 for the weekend of December 3rd and 4th, or 4th and 5th, whatever it was. Let's see. 4th and 5th. We're going to talk about Strictly first, and then we're going to have a little talk about something else later. But we'll, we're going Strictly first. It's the quarterfinals. We have Tess and Claudia as our hostesses, and Craig, Motsi, Shirley, and Anton as our judges. And when I give scores, it'll be in that order. The opening dance was a pretty ballroom dance by Gilkerson, choreographed by Gilkerson. It was nice. Jason. Jason. Jason Gilkerson. And the first couple out were John and Johannes doing a salsa. To We Are Family by the Sister Sledge. They got a 7, an 8, an 8, and a 9. I think that's some of the lower scores that uh, they've ever that had. That may be the lowest score they have gotten, yeah. And part of it was probably because the very last lift was kind of a dropsy thing, and um, Johannes kind of ended up on his rear end. Well, there was kind of a struggle bus there in the middle for a lift yeah. you could tell that it was an effort and yeah just it wasn't it wasn't their best rise and nancy did an argentine tango to in the air tonight by phil collins and this was his best yes it was a very very good argentine tango it was the best dance rise has done the whole series and they got a nine and three tens and it was well deserved and i can't say who did it because now we know that it wasn't Nancy, but it was choreographed quite well, I thought. Mm-hmm. Rose that and- is so disappointing. I know. I mean, it, it really is. I, I've, I've always thought that that was part of the competition, is that the pros, with a little bit of assistance, have to come up with the routine. No, the pros just have to teach it. What the hell? Anybody can teach a monkey. I mean, that, there, there's, no, there's no talent in that. that yeah, that, that's just really taken a lot of the shine off the show for me this season. I just, yeah. Rose and Giovanni did an American Smooth. Dancing to Natalie Cole's This Will Be an Everlasting Love. And it was excellent. She yes. did a very, very good job. They got a nine and three tens also. And I would have given her all tens, personally, because there was absolutely no mistakes. But then I would have given Rise a ten, too. You know, Craig is just stingy. Dan and Nadja did a tango. To the Gotan Project Santa Maria. And it was okay. It was good for Dan. I thought that... It it, may have been his best dance. It may have been. I I don't know. I think I might have liked another one of his better, but this one was okay. He got a 7, an 8, a 9, and a 7. And then AJ and Kai rounded us out with the salsa. Dancing to Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machines. Rhythm is going to get you. And get on your feet mashup, which... The sound machine was on the album for the Rhythm's Gonna Get You, but it was not actually for Get On Your Feet. And I know that just because I'm a Gloria Stefan fan. Are you through? So, yeah. Okay. They got a seven, an eight, an eight, and a seven because they also had a lift mishap at the end. There was a couple of balance issues in the middle because the thing was just, it, the routine was just so jam packed full 
of lifts and moves, and there was a couple of balance issues in the middle, and then the last lift just did not go. Yeah, he was at all. He's really pushing to get him into the semis. He was. He told. I read an article, and he oh, they got a seven, an eight, an eight, and a seven. And Kai told the people who helped him choreograph the dance that he really wanted to push AJ because he knew she could do it. And apparently he didn't know well enough. Although they did better later, as we'll say. Yeah. Um, So that was it for the dance show. So we'll go to the vote-off show, where our opening was a Janet Jackson-themed homage. And I didn't care for the dancing or the outfits at all. It was very popular. Yeah. I, I just, I didn't... It was not popular with the UK. No, no, it was popular style. Yes, it, it wasn't popular with the UK it audience. It was very much like a routine that Janet and her troupe would have done at the concert for those songs, I thought. It and was, would she mean mug like that? Sure. They were all mean mugging. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, anyway. Then they did a rehash of everybody's dance like they normally do, and then brought everybody out and told us safe were Rise and Nancy and Rose and Giovanni, so I'm happy. Which were the two high scores for the night. Yes. Dance-off is AJ and Kai, which I kind of expected after the dan- after the fall. Which was the low score for the night. Mm-hmm. And then we had JLS doing the song Postcard, and they're a boy band, so it wasn't too bad. And then we had our dance debrief where they talked about Rise and how well he did in the Argentine Tango, Rose and how well she did in the American Smooth, Dan and how his dance was a mix and match of good and bad because they talked about that when they judged him about how it was so good at one point, but it was so bad later. And AJ and her mishap in the lift. They talked about that. And then they brought them all back out and told Safe, John and Johannes, and Dan and Nadia, you're in the bottom two. So it was the two low scores. scores were in the bottom two. Although John and Johannes were only... One point. Two points from the low, one point from the other. Yeah. So they were, those three were at the bottom, Mm -hmm. and then Rise and Rose were at the very top. So, I mean, there was a huge spread for this to be the quarterfinals, I thought. Now, they always have the Chatterpillar, which is after you're announced safe, that group goes up and talks to Claudia for a moment. And during that talk, they usually discuss something about either the dance they just did or the dance they're going to do and how they're how they're doing in the practice room. And she always has big fun with Rose and Giovanni, and they always mean mug each other. It's funny. But she talked to John and Johannes, and Johannes hit upon the point that I thought of at the very first of the season. And he was like, I thank them, the public for keeping us on here because it could have been very bad. And that's what I said at the very beginning. If we had a, a lot of people who were homophobic, they were not going to last very long. But apparently, we are inclusive also in the UK, just as we were in the United States with the Dancing with the Stars same-sex pair. So mm, then we, a little bit different, I think. I think you think it's more acceptable even, for two girls than it is for two guys. I don't know that it is or isn't more accepted. I just think that it is more accepted. Okay. Um, uh, with two Are females. you more accepting of two girls rather than two guys? Um, I didn't like the looks of the two females over here in Dancing with the Stars. But either. you don't like the looks of the two males. Then. Exactly. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't like the aesthetics. Non-typical gender filling the non-typical role in the 
pair. It, it to me so far, it just does not look right, and it could be me. I suspect that part of it is them because it's not what they're used to. John is not used to being a follower. Please. Johannes, you mean? Johannes, yeah. So, I mean, it does not look well on him, but leading looks very well on him because that's what the majority of his career has been. Over here for dancing, Jenna looks outstanding as a follower because that's what her whole career has been based on. And Jojo, I just thought, was upright and stiff and just I, I didn't like the way she looked in either role so and see i think it's more the dance that they're doing we are accustomed okay. to the dances that are being done being done by a male and female and that look that that gives you okay having a male and female because when they do contemporary or street well, it's when, not that bad. When they do street, there there isn't really a leader, leader and a follower. Neither is there a lot of times in contemporary because there have been well, many, many, many contemporary dances with two male it, and many with two female. It just depends on how it's danced, what, what the dance is. The dance where uh, Robert was helping his mother. A dude would not have looked good. I don't in that know if situation. they had told you the story that it was Robert helping um, his friend who now, had cancer, who was a male. It would have it would have panned out just fine. Now the other two guys with the briefcase that looked fine, and that was a contemporary dance. So I think, it, it, I think depends. it depends on the story they tell you it, that yeah. the contemporary dance is but supposed to be doing. Just, but I think it's the fact that we're used to seeing the Latin and ballroom dances with a male female persona. Whereas we are used to seeing street and contemporary in any mashup. It can be same, it can be right, different, yeah. it can be... It, now, yeah. I also want to say that the fact that I do or don't like something is completely different from me sitting here saying that someone should not dance that part or should not be allowed to dance that part, which is not what I'm saying. I have absolutely no problem with two dudes dancing, with two females dancing, with two wherever on the gender spectrum they want to be dancing. I don't care. Now, ask me if I enjoyed the performance. If I, That's a completely different, you know, that's like asking me, you know, do I like a piece of music or do I like a movie or do, you know, I, I will have my reasons for not liking it, but I won't say, oh man, I wish they'd have never made that song. It's or, like, we it's, don't like liver, know. but we don't care if you like No, liver. yeah, if somebody eat else wants to eat liver, want. absolutely. You can have our portion. Just don't ask me. Don't ask me. So, you know, it's like, yeah, that's that's fine. I don't care if and I don't care if they're on a on a contest like this or national contest. To a point, I I probably won't care if a same sex couple wins, except that if there's another couple that I want to win, I'll be disappointed that mm -hmm. you know, my if couple there was didn't if win. there was another so, couple who I felt danced better because I feel that I can separate what I aesthetically want in a look, and to whether or not they have dance capability. There's two different things. Sure. There. I can tell you whether or not they're technically good in my eyes. I mean, I'm not a professional, but I can tell you whether or not I feel like they are technically good or they are rhythmically dancing or the, and the fact that I would rather have a man and a woman dancing. I mean, that's two different things. Well, I mean, we, we all the time are saying, well, I, I thought they danced what they were given very well. Yes. 
doesn't mean I liked it. it. It was not enough. It was too much. It was this. It was that. But I think what and they had, they did And I don't want someone had, of lesser well. dance capabilities staying just because they are a male-female couple. No. no I don't want anybody to leave is, because they're same-sex couple. I is, want them to leave if they can't dance as well yeah, as the other couples there That's completely dance. counter to yeah. supposedly the, the whole point of the show. Right. I mean, you know, so now, of course, we know with public vote please but well it seems to the years that we've been doing this show it seems to me that the uk public oh yes votes more towards technical talent rather than the popularity contest that the u.s show is yeah i don't know that a professional basketball player would have won over there no I don't know that a Nashville DJ would have won over there. I can uh, I cannot you know, remember so a time when the winner of Strictly Come Dancing was not one of one the of, best dancers. Yeah, one of the Sometimes best. they're even. The yeah. two people who are left are even in my eyes, and I don't really care in dance capability who wins. Now, sometimes personality gets me because was it, this year we are in favor of Rose just because of who she is. Was it Nelly Thank that goodness, won his season? I don't think he won. He didn't. Okay. I mean, thank goodness she is one of the better dancers because who Rose? Rose. Oh yeah. Because personality-wise, we 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 want her. We really like her story, but also, yeah, it's it it's. If she was a bad dancer, we'd have a really hard time. Oh man, yeah, Yeah, man, I wish she was doing better, but yeah, that's. So in the dance-off is AJ and Kai and Dan and Nadja. Well, AJ and Kai do not mess up their last lip. No. And I think they simplified it a little. Maybe. Because um, t- it did took, not look... Took a little bit the out. The same yeah. thing they did on, in the dance-off did not look like what they were trying to do in the regular. Right. So I think he may have altered it just a bit. And Dan and Nadja did about the same. But everybody agreed to keep AJ and Kai. Even Shirley said, yeah, I would have agreed. But isn't that what Dan has been doing the past four, five, six weeks? The same. Yeah, that's true. I really don't think he has gotten better lately. And he was supposed to be in the tour that they have. They they always take the top last the last few. Yeah, he's he's not. And he was supposed to be in. He was he was invited, and because he is in the quarterfinals, they usually take the quarterfinals. Oh, he turned it down. He turned it down because he has been trolled so negatively and viciously by UK public that he should have been gone long ago and that the judges were keeping him on there. Well, not just the judges can keep you on there. No, that's there not enough. There has to be enough of yeah, the voting that's public not enough. to keep you on there. But apparently the ones that were against him were the ones that knew how to use social media because he said there was no way he was going out on a tour in public having to deal with that. Really? Well... Still. I don't blame him. He said he enjoyed the show. He loved the show. He loved his partner. He loved the judges. He loved the other contestants. Everybody dealing with the show. He said, but the public. I wonder if his wife and kids got any grief. I hope not. That is just ridiculous. Well, well you know they would that have around just, here. There's no sense no. in being mean to someone because they're still in a contest Especially that is voted on by the like voting that. public. I mean, come I on. I mean, come on. Somebody is keeping him on what? there. He's it's... not keeping him on there. Someone else is keeping him on there. Give him... If, if Like my mama said, you ain't got nothing nice to say, then say nothing at yeah, all. Yeah, pretty just much. Move That's just move on. Talk about the ones you do like. Don't talk about the ones you don't like because there's no sense in it. Poor man. So, Dan went home. Dan went home. Dan and Nadia went home. 
talking about the uh, live tour. The Strictly live tour is, it's pretty short, I think. It's from January 20th to February 13th this season. It's uh, six or seven, I don't have the list here. Stops. Yeah, six or seven cities. Multiple nights, I think, in just about all of them, but one. And so far, and I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, that's 14 people. This probably is the full complement. Uh, it'll be Rose and Giovanni, Sarah Davies and Eliana Skorzanik, Max George and Katya Jones. Did they? They didn't dance this season, did they? I don't remember. That name Max does Jones. not sound familiar. Um, AJ Odudu and Odudu, is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. And Kai Woodrington, Tilly Ramsey and Nikita Kuzman. Reese Stephenson and Nancy Zhu, John Waite and Johannes Redibe, or Redibe, however you're supposed to say it now that he's out more. And I say that because I've noticed they've started pronouncing his name differently. It used to be that he was Johannes Redibe. That's how it was announced. Now it's Redibe, or Rediba, however. So it's changed up now that he is freer. I guess he's felt freer to correct them because uh, they were saying it wrong. So, that is the tour for this season. You said you wanted to talk about The Big Leap also? Yes. We watched a show, a a series called The Big Leap, because it was a show about a reality dance show, thinking that there would be more dance in it. And we had heard that a couple people from So You Think You Can Dance, Mm -hmm. no, yes, So You You Think You Can Dance, was on there. So we thought we would watch it. Well, it turned out to be much less of a dance show and more of a reality TV conception show. Although there was a dance scene in every episode. Yes, there was a dance scene in every episode. A lot of the dancing was not of quality, and we did get to see Comfort. She's the only one I really recognized from So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, I believe there was another guy on there from one of the seasons, okay. but he didn't. Okay. So we watched... Here, let me, let me read the premise. Okay. Uh, here on uh, Wikipedia, the premise is listed as, uh, it's a drama about second chances, chasing your dreams, and taking back what's yours. The show revolves around a group of diverse, down-on-their-luck characters attempting to change their lives by participating in a potentially life-ruining reality dance show competition. Now, the dance this week and go home aspect of it was Kind of there, but it was severely downplayed, except in maybe the first episode or two. But even those people that supposedly went home stuck around. I mean, they they were around through most of the season and definitely at the finale, their finale, which was also the show's finale. There was no elimination. Well, but it's a it's a reality dance show competition. There has to be. But there was no elimination. They were just they were dancing for parts, competing for the parts. Okay, so of of Swan Lake, did yes. I say that? Uh, ultimately, that's what they were trying out, rehearsing, and participating in was a show of Swan Lake, which was the finale of The Big Leap, uh, a performance of Swan Lake. Mm-hmm. So we got involved with the characters. Oh man, it was so it was even an though awesome it wasn't it wasn't a lot of dance in it, it wasn't really like the making of what we considered the making of a dance reality dance show. The stories and the characters really captured us. And we sat and we watched the first four episodes like staggered 
But then from 5 to 10, we watched one right after the other. We binged it and then saw the finale the next day, which the finale was kind of a letdown in a way for me, in some ways for me. And they teased about having a second season. Don't know if we're going to watch the second season because of what they teased. But, you know, that's okay. We're not going to tell you. But if you like... If you like emotional drama that has a lot of lightness to it and some eh, sketchy dancing here and there, then you'll like the show and you should watch it because it's right now you can watch it on demand. I think the first five episodes are up. It's a very demand. big character. Yes, show. it's very yeah. character very, driven. Very big very, character. And we cried more than we've cried in a long Probably time watching TV. <laughs> every episode over something. Maybe not the first episode. I think the first two or you first two or three we were okay. You weren't getting into much but yet. But then after you got attached to some people when and they got the stories happened, going yeah, man. Yeah, then you started boohooing. And all of these people um were trying out for the opportunity to better their life, like that little blurb said. But there were people who were unemployed. There were people who had suffered recent losses of some aspect or another. Uh, there was one person that was trying to live through a terminal diagnosis. There, were, I mean, just all kinds of the unfortunate things that can happen by way of the human condition in the 21st century. Just about everybody had it. Mm-hmm. Bad parents, bad spouse, bad kids. But I mean, it, it was it was all represented there. It was so. RL. Everybody had a real life. Everybody who watched it, should you choose to do so, could identify with someone. Someone. Maybe not completely because they, you know, there there are so many different things that can happen to you. Some people were doubling and tripling up on their bad luck. But whatever you go are going through or have gone through, one of the main cast was going through the same thing while they were on this show. It was, yeah. I thought it was very smartly written. Uh, there were some dumb times. There were some reaching times. There were some trying too hard times. But by and large, those just came and went. It, it, none of the characters were consistently like that. Um, everybody at some point during the season had that epiphany. Um, I mean, it was it was just the, the writing. It was just very, very, I thought, well written. Mm-hmm. And now I will say, I'm not all that big on dramas because... When I watch TV, I want to escape. I don't want to watch real life stuff. I can walk out my front door and just get all the real life I need. So that's not what I watch TV for. So maybe there are some shows out there that are better written that I have just missed because I don't normally watch dramas. Okay, I'll I'll admit that. But I thought that this was because I have watched some dramas that were not as well written as this. Um, very smart. It puts me really in mind of the uh, of only murder only murders in the building, which we also just recently watched. In that, it, the the writing came from some place that I appreciate, and I that that's what I mean when I say it was smartly written. It was written on a level that I think I am at. It wasn't written for a a lowest common denominator to be entertained. It was written for me to be entertained, mm-hmm. and and that's why that's why I liked it. And I think a lot of that, both shows, it it they weren't predictable. Mm-hmm. They weren't no, completely yeah, predictable. No. Which a lot of times that's the way things are written now. You can mm-hmm. tell from a mile away what's going to happen when next. when that storyline starts. You know how yeah. it's going to end. And that did not happen with either one of the shows, either The Big Leap or Murders Only in the Building. I'm done. 
So that was cool. all. I just wanted to that, say yeah, that, if, that was cool. That if you like a little bit of dancing and a lot of drama, but smartly written, then watch the big. Not league. a big investment. It's only eleven episodes. Yeah. Um, and you'll get to see comfort a lot. She's like in every episode. She's in every episode to some extent. She has a scene in every episode, and the two guys. If you can say that the two peoples uh, that she's with, the three that she's part the of, all oh, man, flex, 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 the flex crew, is that what they called them? Something, but oh, they are funny. They are funny. Oh my goodness, they're they funny. funny. Fleek, um, fleek crew, fleek, fleek, the fleek crew, fleek. Alrighty, guys, if you want to send us any feedback, you can email us at dancefever at gmail You can leave comments on the website deliberatenoise.com/dancefever. Dance Fever has a Facebook page, and Dance Fever is on Twitter. If you're on Twitter and you search, it's one word. On Facebook, Dance Fever is two words. But no matter which social media you choose, be sure you spell Fever, F-E-V-R-E. Next week, semi-final talk for Strictly Come Dancing. We'll talk to you then. Bye.